Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Surreal Joe Quinn. Doing this on a Tuesday as we continue our rewatch of, or my rewatch of season of Snowfall, seasons one through three, with season two, episode two, the day. This, of course, is episode 908 of the Real Deal Podcast. Uh, this episode, in this episode, Franklin has a new connect. Teddy gives the ultimate test, and Pedro's in love. We'll flush that out along with best scenes as well as episode MPP and also the deep dive. Dreams, a test, and allow me to introduce myself. Uh, we'll flush those out. Teddy officially meets Franklin, and I'm sure Franklin wasn't too thrilled about it over the course of over, over the duration of this episode. That is our deep dive. Uh for this episode because majority, the majority of this episode took place with this test, this psychological test uh, that Teddy uh, gave Franklin and Nicole and Leon as well. Um, if you remember uh, at the end of, at the end of last episode, um, Teddy T-bones Franklin's car, knocks him out, which knocks him out or knocks him or has him dazed, almost barely conscious before he tasers him and um, of course now and he would later go on to kidnap Leon as well uh, have him trapped in this seemingly underground dungeon like layer which is uh, turned out to be which is you know one of his, his office or his hideaway so to speak he had another his other he had another assistant working with him a lady that we've seen in a, in a past in, in a couple episodes include the one include um in last season as uh, as well, his assistant. So basically, um, Teddy tortures both Franklin and Leon. He basically wants answers uh, in regard to the in, in regard to the bust that transpired a few a couple episodes ago with uh, Avi getting busted, and Franklin getting but and Franklin and Franklin barely escaping, and Leon getting busted. Leon, of course, got out in basically twenty four hours. He Teddy believes that initially. Believes that Leon snitched and, and basically told him to eat her and told the police, which you know probably led to, which possibly could have led to Abby get uh, arrested. And of course, Abby is a major player for Teddy because Abby is not only a drug connect, he's also a gun connect. So Abby being arrested is a is a just uh, is a major blow to Teddy, and he's feeling you know he's feeling that. Uh, he, I mean, and he's feeling that from a standpoint of having money, uh, to you know, to 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 fund uh this war, to fund the war. And he needs it more than ever now because now that the government has cut those funds off, so he plays this game with Franklin just just basically for wanting to find answers. He uses various you know, FCIA tactics with flickering lights and water to, and. and you know, dripping water, darkness, and things of that nature. Uh, I do believe that he was prepared to kill both of them if he didn't get the right. If he didn't, if, you know, if he if they don't, if, if, it didn't, if it didn't check out that that Leon was indeed bailed out by Franklin and that, and that was legit. And if and if uh, Franklin did not come up with it, did not tell him, did not figure out that he was the plug. So I, I do believe that if those, if one of those two things, if not both of those things, would have happened, that Teddy probably, that Teddy probably kills him. Um, now again, this to me was more about a test. Um, I think Franklin might even surprise Teddy 
with how smart he is and he'll you know think about you know he you know, think about this he has this you know he has this young you know young man who's basically fighting for his life and has to think under pressure has to think under pressure uh, with, with his, excuse me with his life on the line uh, this was the ultimate test that Franklin passed and not only did he pass it he convinced Teddy that he could be the flood that he could be uh that he could sell you know 10 keys a week and basically in essence somewhat replace Avi um so Franklin ends up talking himself out of it uh you know barely because Leon almost you know basically Leon almost talked them to both get shot with uh being killed with what he was saying and you know talking the better amount of shit that he was talking to Teddy but Teddy is sold on Franklin Franklin so you know talks his way out of it and Franklin and uh they end up Teddy makes a deal with Franklin and they end up both he ends up ends up letting Teddy excuse me letting Franklin and Leon go without them knowing of course how they got inside his uh his place with you know having to put scars over their heads so they wouldn't know how to get to, wouldn't know where they were at, or wouldn't know how to get to to, to get to where they were at. Um, listen, I, I still go back to the, the fact that was this completely necessary for, for was was this necessary by Teddy to to go to this measures, to go to this length of measures to test Franklin? Probably not. Like he didn't have to, he didn't have to basically run him off the road. Uh, kidnapping Leon was one thing. I, that that probably was quick and clean, and, and so, but kid, but I, I don't think he had to run Franklin off the road. To find to to find the information that he needed to find as far as you know was Leon a snitch? How did Leon get out so fast? Um, and also wanting Teddy to and wanting uh Franklin and I I think they, I think Teddy wanted Franklin. Um, I think in in some ways he wanted Franklin. He wanted Franklin to convince him that he could be a drug that he could be um that he can work for him that he can work under Teddy. Like I remember he has those pictures. You remember they're going through those pictures earlier in the season, um, of possible drug of needing a drug dealer. Franklin was in those pictures, Leon was in those pictures. Uh so I, I think that he kinda had his eye on Franklin. Um and I think this was this to me was a power play. This was about control. This was about psych this was this basically was like, you know, Motherfucker, I, I own you, in a sense. So this this was about pure power. This was like this was like keeping you underneath beneath me. Uh, we're not partners. You are below you. You work for me. Period. So that's what this was. Um, of course, I mean, he would never do something like this with Avi. Avi's too veteran. Has been in the game too long. So you get somebody that's fresh. That's basically new to the game. You get somebody. You know, you get a, a black man that the racial aspect of it we can't dismiss that uh aspect of it and you know you you take it from there so th this was this was a pure power play by one teddy mack um he ends up telling him you know gives him the name reed thompson that's of course that's his alias and you know that's what he, he's known by uh throughout the course throughout the better part of the of this series especially in the first uh couple of seasons uh so he, now he has a now franklin has a new connect teddy has a void that was somewhat that has a thinks that he has a, his a void feel from from Avi's absence, and we'll see you know how this relationship progresses uh, throughout the course of the series. And this was the this is the beginning of the relationship in terms of uh, Franklin, the really official beginning of their uh, relationship that will take us into or the rest of the series. And that's it. Best scenes: uh, Lucio, Gustavo, Pedro. So we remember 
at the end of last season, excuse me, at the end of the last episode, uh, you know, Pedro returns, um, and Gustavo and Lucille, of course, question why Pedro returned. Uh, Pedro tells him this whole, you know, sob story about, uh, you know, he was down and he was, uh, you know, had a drinking problem, went on a drinking binge, found this bar called The Hole. Then he connected with a waitress who and they fell in love and that's going to be his wife. So, they immediately Lucio sees it, sees the story as bullshit and really wanted, and wanted to know what was the real reason why he returned, um, why he returned. And cause they, they initially thought that, you know, he was, he had just went completely AWOL. Uh, he thought he told them, he also told him that he thought he was next on the hit list in regard on the hit list. So he basically said, I, you know, I know you killed my father. Uh, Lucille, of course, was, you know, uh, appalled by that, but you know, we know that it, we know that it is, that is, was the case um but he finally comes clean in terms of the money bringing up the, the money and saying he wanted his money so then at that point it's like you know it's like okay now now there's some truth into what you're saying you want your money you want your uh inheritance now we can talk we can you know you can go pick it up at the bank or so we can go i can meet with the uh, people uh, at 9 a.m tomorrow to make sure that happened to, to make you know to make that happen uh but again at the end even when the scene is over, they are still Gustavo and Lucio are still uh, worrisome of, of Pedro's uh, 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 the real reason why Pedro is there. So they still there's still a lack of trust, even despite the fact that he him bringing up uh, the money. Franklin, Matt, and Teddy. So Teddy introduces Franklin to his brother Matt. Now he does, of course, doesn't give away his name. Doesn't even tell him that, that that's his brother. His brother after they dropped after Leon, you know. Goes back home and and, and people uh, Leon meets up with Leon goes back to Jerome Jerome's uh, Franklin is you know with Frank with Teddy and Matt they go up in the plane they take they take a flight he introduces Matt as the as the pilot who's going to of course ship the, uh, be uh, where the drugs are going to get delivered uh, delivered from a standpoint um, so as somebody who's going to ship the uh, fly the cocaine back and forth. And um, so, but again, he, he just introduces him as the pilot, not his brother, uh, not his brother. So they're up on the plane. This scene's this scene starts out as kind of like a uh, chummy and playful, and they're cracking jokes and having you know Franklin's asking a bunch of questions, which is annoying Teddy a bit, but not you know Teddy's angry. But Teddy's like, you know, just I wish you just I'm throw you out the throw you out this plane if you ask another question. Um, but. Things turn, you know, as Franklin Franklin gets exposed to a world. First time, that's the first time he ever been, had had ever been in a plane. Uh, Matt even lets Matt even lets him fly the plane, and Franklin is is completely just blown away by this. He's excited. This is a whole new world for him that that's opened up for him that he's never experienced before, that he's never seen before. So, you know, this, you know, this um, opens the, the floodgates for Franklin uh, as he gets deeper and deeper into this world uh, of the drug game. And, you know, it's, it, the, the scene plays as, you know, sort of, I guess, I see, I saw the scene as at the beginning of the scene, I saw it as Teddy kind of trying to make amends with Franklin after kidnapping, after the kidnapping, maybe, Trying to soften him up a bit, get him to get him to trust him uh, more, kind of seduce him from that standpoint. Uh, I saw that at the, at, I saw this taking, uh, him taking this flight uh, with Franklin as that, but then it got a little it got a little dark 
towards the the latter part of the scene when they when he's dropping Franklin off, and and this is probably the most important part of the scene. The most important part, Franklin tells him, "Look, you know, we good. I know what you. I know. I know you had to do what you had to do to send a message. But if you ever hurt, if you ever hurt anybody that I love or know, it's going to be a problem, and that will be something that." will resonate throughout the rest of the series. That will those those words that Franklin uttered will follow will follow these two characters for the 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 duration of this series throughout through season six. Okay. Just you know, no spoiler, no super spoiler alerts. But remember those remember those words. Um if you haven't seen the if you haven't seen the final if you haven't seen the final uh four seasons or had you know had watched it up to that point. Andre, Victor, D Ray um, so earlier in the Victor and D-Ray, of course, are the young young dealers that work under work under Franklin. Uh well and as work under Franklin or work for the Brett Franklin and Jerome and company. Uh D-Ray, I believe, is the was a, is a cousin of Kevin. Now earlier in the, of course Conjo is the hitman for uh Conjo, of course, is one of uh the hitman for uh for the gang, uh for the, the monarchist monarchist uh says now earlier in the in this episode, uh, Jerome told those two to specifically stay out of Mexican territory in terms of dealing with drugs. Um, Lucia bought some drugs for him. Lucia wanted to make connect with Franklin, and the only way that they would even consider telling him about her would be for them to buy for her to buy the rest of their drugs. She acquiesces, buys the rest of their drugs, cleans them in essence, cleans them out. Uh, they're selling Mexican territory. There's nobody. They, they were only people selling Mexican territory, and there's a reason for that because. Nobody, nobody can sell there without permission. In essence, let alone two young black men. So Lucille goes back with a meet, has a meeting with Stomper. Stomper, of course, Conjo, uh, of course, is one of Stomper's hitters. Uh, Lucille says, you know, you know, I got this from two guys, basically from two black men. Conjo, uh, Stomper taps Conjo on the shoulder, and immediately we, you know, what time it is. And again, earlier in earlier in, in the episode, you had. Basically, uh, Jerome ripping both of them a new one when they said that they were dealing drugs in, the, in, the, in that Mexican territory. He basically said, "There's a reason why no one is there because they see it as open territory. They don't see any. They don't see no one, no opposing dealers, no competition. And of course, there is a reason why that is the case." So Jerome says, "We don't deal. We don't mess with no Mexican territory. Period. In terms of selling, and we'll, you know, we they found out the hard way as Conjo." Uh, initially, uh, Kanjo went up, you know, went up to him, stabbed both, up, killed both of them on the spot, stabbed, um, stabbed Victor, and then sliced, stabbed both of them, stabbed Victor in, in the abdomen, in the, in the stomach, and and sliced Victor and stacked the sliced D Ray's neck, and then we'll find out what he did to him in the next episode, which was brutal to say the least. Uh, so no, they did not. They Vic Kanjo sent the message with that. They again, they were just. These two were just stupid. I mean, that's all there is to it. I mean, they were warned once. They were forewarned by uh, by Jerome not to sell in that territory, but they went back the second time to continue to sell in the territory, and they and they played they paid dearly uh, with their lives. We will see. This was a this is a major scene in this season because we will see there will be major ramifications for the rest of the season with this one scene, uh, considering D Ray was uh, is Kevin's cousin. So that this again, this was a very important scene for some of the things that are going to happen for the rest of this season. 
And of course, the final scene, one of the final scenes, Franklin and Sissy. Uh, Franklin is, is back home. He's all settled in with the new deal with uh, Teddy, of course. And he goes by, you know, after after a long day. All this, this entire episode takes place in one day. Uh, it, henceforth, the title of the day. Uh, you see Franklin go up to knock on Sissy's door. Um, she she knows that he's selling more than just weed. She says she had been over Jerome. She saw that she sees she sees the new people. She sees the cars, some of the fan, you know, some of the materialistic stuff that 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 just more than weed buys you. So, so she clearly is on to something on clearly on to him as far as him selling more than weed. Um, you know, he gets into a story about you know telling about when she used to, I guess, tuck him in. And after he had a long day and, you know, how can she, how can she fix his day? And he basically says, I had one of those days today and she's just not trying to hear it. Like as long as he is a drug dealer, weed dealer, drug dealer, she, he is not welcome in her house or for that. And that's, and that's in her life. And we see how much this uh, deeply imp impacts Franklin, despite the success he's having with the drugs, despite, um, the money and you know him being now a kingpin he at the end of the day still loves still loves his mother still is cares for sissy but she's not having it whatsoever she wants no part of that life at this point and she lets him know that you know once you once you stop then you're welcome but until then uh you know i can't deal with you and she closes the door on him and you see just the effect that the drug game can impact people who are not even directly involved with parents and siblings and things of that nature. And, and, you know, you see how painful this is for her to uh, close the door on him. But at this point, it is the only, it's her, basically her only option. It's the only thing that she can do um, to, um, it's the only thing she can do at this point. I mean, Sissy right now is, she is someone who's going to earn money, the, you know, through, hard work and earn money through it and no matter how much how little it is she's not she's not for the drug she's not in the drug game and she's not for this uh particular she's not for this lifestyle whatsoever uh mvp i would say the sit the franklin sissy scene was the mvp of the episode um i didn't have i don't think one particular character stood out to be honest with you uh, but I, I, I would think that I think that the uh, that that scene with those two, I would say, was the MVP of the episode. Both phenomenal acting from Damson Ildris and Michael Hyatt. They have just tremendous chemistry on screen. They had great chemistry throughout the entire series, as as mother as a mother son uh, duo. And uh, now they they were just this spectacular during the scene. I mean, you see the hurt. You see how painful this is for both of them. And they're both, you know, are going to be staunch in their ways. Like, Franklin's not going to quit selling drugs at, th at this point, and Sissy is not going to allow a drug dealer in her life in that way, in that way even if that drug dealer is her own flesh, is her only son, which Franklin is. So that's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of The Real Deal Podcast season two episode two the day uh we'll be back next week uh with a new episode season two uh episode three uh for me i think it's called prometheus prometheus rising that's the name of it uh the next episode so we'll be back with the next week with that episode join the rest of your evening so long 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.